0: Welcome to this week's meditation. Thank you for making space to cultivate connection in your own life with Jesus. I want you to begin to find yourself in a comfortable position and focus your attention to your breath here. Allowing the breath to come into the deeper spaces of your lungs, into your lower belly, beginning to feel the rise and the fall of the belly as you draw the air deep into the deeper spaces. Begin to lengthen out the breath, causing it to slow down. And just finding a space of rest and peace as you deliberately choose to slow down and turn your focus and attention on Jesus, I'm going to open us in prayer. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. And I ask now for each one listening that you would open the eyes of their heart, that you would enlighten the eyes of their heart to the revelation of Jesus Christ. That each one, listening to the sound of my voice, God, that you would bless them with deeper understanding. That you would touch them today. That they would experience the truth of who you are, Jesus. That you would surround them with the reality of your kingdom, God. You would touch their lives, their hearts, and draw them closer to you. God, I bless each one listening with a hunger and a passion for your name, for your presence, to come and know you for who you really are in every area of their lives. And I bless them to cultivate deeper connection with you today. God, we give you permission to have your way in our lives. So in this space, can you turn your attention and focus upon Jesus, upon your Savior? And as you're inhaling and exhaling and allowing that breath to come deep into the lungs, will you begin to let a spirit of thanksgiving stir up? What can you be thankful for today? thanksgiving can always draw us into the presence of God, changing our perspective and our mindset, turning away from the things that we don't have and perhaps complaining about those things and instead turning our face towards the one who loves us, the one who is faithful and the one who has poured out so much upon our lives. Can we begin to To just meditate upon what it is today you can be thankful for. Thanksgiving can unlock things in our hearts, in our minds, changes our perspective, causes us to see more clearly. And even if you just want to say it out loud in this moment, what are the things? That you can thank God for right now. And if you're struggling to see, if there's a a cloud over your mind where you just can't see things to be thankful for, just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what things can you be thankful for today? What things do we need to come back to the basics to just be thankful for towards God? Are there any areas where we've let entitlement sneak in, or where we've been taking things for granted, or where we just feel like we deserve things, that we're owed things, that we have rights? you just continue to inhale and exhale and as you do would you let those things melt away anything that you're holding on to or gripping onto that makes you feel entitled like you're justified and instead of coming from that perspective could you just release your grip on that, relax your hands, and instead, fill your hands with things that you can be thankful for. Who is God for you right now in this season that you can praise Him, that you can thank Him for that? There are so many aspects to the character and nature of God. We could go on for hours and days just listing attributes of who he is. He's provider, healer, friend, lover, king of glory. He's patient and kind. What is it that you need to thank God for today? What is it that you need to be reminded of about who he is in your life? He's our strong tower, our refuge. He's our comforter, our coach. He's our wisdom and our truth. The light upon our path. The lifter of our head. Just allow that thanksgiving to stir in every part of your being. And even just just as a visual, as you inhale, can you begin to see on the inside a spirit of thanksgiving expanding within you. With thanksgiving begins to come rejoicing. Will you allow that to rise up? And I want to bless you this week to just take moments, moments, even a minute or two where you just take a moment and you stop and you breathe. You breathe him in and you breathe out thanksgiving. You let it rise up within you. Becomes a common part of just your day. Different spaces here and there where we learn to be a people of thanksgiving. Constantly dwelling on the truth of God, who he is, his goodness towards us. So this week, I just want to bring one scripture out of Isaiah 26, verse 3. this just, this scripture came to me this week as I was just spending some time with the Lord, and I had heard someone say, ask God the lies you're believing, and maybe that's a good thing for us to start with, but as I did, I saw these lies, and then I was able to just walk through them with the Lord, and Repent and move on. And then the next part of the exercise was to take a picture. Ask God for a picture. Or a sentence or something. And I heard the words. Perfect peace. That stays my soul or steadies my heart. And I saw a picture of just Psalm 23, where the Lord causes us to lie down in green pastures, just that stillness, that sweetness, where he leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul and guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so I felt like I'd heard that phrase before, perfect peace that stays your soul. And it turns out it's a scripture in Isaiah 26, 3. So as I read it over you, allow the spirit of God to touch you and highlight to you what it is that you need out of this word today. You keep him in perfect peace. Peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. You just breathe that in. Let it touch your heart. Let it touch your mind. Let it touch every part of you. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Are there areas in your life right now where you're lacking perfect peace? Are there situations in your life where anxiety has risen? Where tension is strong? Where you need his peace? Will you bring that to the Lord today? And will you ask him God, am I trusting you in this thing today? Do I trust you with this circumstance? Will you ask him, what is your mind? Focused on. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you when it comes to this area in your life, where are you focusing your thoughts? Are your thoughts on the Lord? Is your mind stayed on Him? In another version, The scripture reads, fixed, you will keep in perfect peace, all who trust in you and whose thoughts are fixed on you. Where's your mind stayed right now? Where's your thoughts fixed? What are you attaching yourself to? And just as we began in the beginning today, are you focused on being thankful, or are you focused on what you feel like hasn't happened yet? We always have a choice. The 12 spies that went to spy out the land, they had a choice of what report they were going to bring back. They all saw the same thing. They all saw, they all went to the same land. But there was two different reports that came back. One was that there was giants in the land and they were discouraged. The other one was how beautiful the land was and surely will overcome. Will you allow the Lord to reveal to you right now what are your thoughts fixed on? What is your mind fixed on? And is it rooted in trust in Him, with the fruit being perfect peace? Or have you fixed your mind on all the things that could go wrong? Or in all the ways that it's not working out? Or in what's owed to you, what you deserve here? Are you focusing on what you don't have? Or can you focus on what God has done already, what he's doing right now that perhaps you can't fully see? Perfect peace. All those who trust in God and whose thoughts are fixed on the Lord. Sometimes we just need to come back and recalibrate. We need to remember thanksgiving. We need to remember what God's done. We need to focus on our history with God. It's so easy to begin to focus on what we don't have. but that which we focus on, that's what we make room for in our lives. What are you making room for right now? Are you focused on the problem or the solution? I had seen another picture as the Lord gave me this scripture and I saw it was myself and I saw what was representative to be God the Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And we were all in a huddle. We were huddled up together like a football huddle, arm over arm, and heads really close in together. And I realized that I needed to come into that space of intimacy with the Lord. Just huddled up, God three in one, and myself together, heads together together. And so I looked up, what, what is a huddle about? Why? Why do we huddle Why in, in sports? What is the purpose of a huddle? And it's an action of a team gathering together. They usually come in a tight circle. And in that circle, they strategize. They motivate or they celebrate. And I realized at that point, the Lord was calling me to come close to him. In a huddle, we're to huddle together, often daily, so that we can strategize, so I can get the strategy of heaven from God himself, so my motivation comes directly from his heart, and so that we can celebrate who he is in that space. The other interesting part about the huddle is that it's a, it's a popular strategy for keeping the opponents in, insulated from sensitive information so they huddle up so that when they're talking about the next play that the opposite team, the opposing team doesn't know what's happening. It also acts as a form of insulation from the level of noise. Many venues where the sports are played are loud. And so as you huddle together, you can hear more clearly. I thought that was so beautiful, the idea of huddling up with the Lord. Why? So I can hear him clearly. So I'm free from all the distractions around me. And I'm focused on what's happening right here in this tight circle together. It said commonly the leader of the huddle is the team captain who will try to inspire his fellow team members to achieve success. It also said that similarly, after an event, a huddle may take place to congratulate one another for the team's success or to even commiserate a defeat. It's used so often to get the strategy for the next play. I felt like God is saying right now to us, Specifically, huddle up it's time to huddle up where are you getting your motivation from where are you getting your strategy from are you huddling up with the Lord are you getting the next play directly from Him are you coming into this space pushing out all the noise around you and focusing directly on the one who is the best motivator at all the one who truly knows who you are He's going to speak into you the words of truth. And when we make mistakes or if we lose a play, he's going to be right there to encourage us. This is who the Holy Spirit is for us. Comforter, the coach, our inspiration. So I want to encourage you today to just come to that place. Do you have space in your life? Can you make space in your life to huddle up with the Lord? Even for just short moments throughout the day where you come back to remember, look, we're, we're, we're active, we're in the game, something's happening and we're involved. And the Lord wants to interact directly with us and wants to play with us and wants to live out life together. How can you begin to huddle up with the Lord this week? What does that look like for you? And can you begin to visualize that even now? Just you, Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God the Father in a huddle together, arm in arm, heads close together, focused on one another. What is it that he wants to say to you in this space today? Is it a time of strategy for you? Does the Lord want to give you some strategy for your current situation? Do you need some motivation directly from his heart? Is it a time to celebrate victory, celebrate who Jesus is? Or is there some comfort needed or guidance? Has there been a defeat where you just need to come together and commiserate that? Whatever you need, He has it for you. Can you huddle up with Him today? And when I was learning about the huddle, and I just felt it was to come into that place of rest, as I mentioned before that Psalm 23 type rest where the shepherd's looking after you. He's the head coach. He's got your back. He's there for you. So I want to read this over you. Just receive what you need in your spirit today. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. When you breathe that in, let it touch every part of your being. Let it activate within you, your spirit to align yourself with the Holy Spirit. Finding that perfect peace, perfect peace is having your mind set on this shepherd trusting the shepherd can you come like the sheep and trust in the good shepherd because our shepherd is a good shepherd he doesn't abuse the sheep he doesn't harm them he's always looking out for their best interest their best good he knows what you need this space I want to ask have you asked Holy Spirit that question that I asked that started this whole process for me are there lies that you're believing right now that need to be exposed what lies am I believing Holy Spirit that's keeping me out of perfect peace that's causing me not to trust you it's distracting my mind away from you What are the lies? And as you begin to hear any lies, I just want you to process those and take them and nail them to the cross of Jesus Christ. Break all agreements that you've made with them. Repent for agreeing with them. And ask the Lord to send them far away from you. And then ask the Lord, what is it that you want to give me instead of these lies? What do you have for me? Maybe it's a word or a picture. Just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what God wants to give you in this place. Whatever that is, embrace it. Breathe it deep into your soul, into your body, into your spirit. Let it become a part of you. And I wanna bless you. But the promise of God is that he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed or fixed on God because he trusts you, because you trust him. So I want to bless you this week to be free from distractions, to keep your mind fixed, stayed on God, to enter into deeper levels of trust, to find that perfect peace in his arms of love. I declare over you that you will be set free in areas where you've been tormented in your mind or distracted or have had difficulty keeping focused on the truth of who God is. He is good. He is perfect. He is beautiful. I bless your spirit to know those things and to allow them to saturate your mind. That the blessing of God for you here from him is perfect peace. I release that over you. And I release over you the ability to focus on the Lord, to focus on thanksgiving and on what he has done. And I release you from entitlement, discouragement, and focusing on those things that have yet to come to pass. May you know his nature more clearly this week. I bless you to enter in to a deeper level of his presence where he reveals his heart to you and that you find yourself filled with his glory and goodness. Amen.